Hello everybody, this is Jillian O'Neill from Making Design Easy and I'm back. I've taken a little hiatus, this month just got away from me somehow. I was busy with the kids, had a little bit of travel, but I'm back as promised because I was kind of in the middle, I kind of left you hanging in the middle of a series about oh, catalog purchases and shopping online and and um, you know, all making those decisions easy in your home. So today I'm going to focus a little bit about what to learn from shopping from a catalog, because I think it is as much as I come from the business as an interior designer of customizing things for my client and making things to their specifications. I don't often order from a catalog for my clients. You know, I've done it for myself. We do it for secondary rooms for clients. So there, there is an inevitability there. And, you know, admittedly, catalogs make it very easy for the homeowner who is wanting to make decisions for their own home. You know, there are beautiful vignettes. There are beautiful architecturally designed spaces in catalogs. And really, they're marketing goal is to create this world that you fall into and want to bring into your own home, which is, you know, what marketing is all about, correct? So in the next couple weeks, I'm going to be putting some content out there of how to maybe take it beyond the catalog, how to start shopping for your home beyond just opening a catalog and pointing to a page and making that your own. So I'm really excited to get into some of those sources and some of those tips that I've used over the years because there are a lot of hidden gems out there where you don't necessarily have to order what your neighbor got delivered to their mailbox as well. So I'm excited to share those things because that's really the favorite part of my industry is discovering those little gems. And I have a whole long list of them that I'm excited to share. But again, catalogs make it easy. I will not deny that. They, there is one especially that is dominating our industry right now. So I want to talk today a little bit about what you can learn from them while browsing them. And I'm not going to go and say that they're all bad. The quality varies from catalog to catalog, certainly. Honestly, even within one catalog, there's going to be a variation in quality. And I'm lucky enough to now after having spent 18 years in the industry, can pretty much tell that upon first glance. <laughs> so that is a, a benefit to all that experimentation over the years. But I understand that, you know, that is that does not come naturally to everybody. That That's a learning process. So I'm going to talk about what you can learn while you browse these catalogs that hit your inbox and what you can kind of, what lessons you can take into your own home. And then we'll move on to talking more about, again, maybe some more original sources in the coming weeks. So lesson number one, as you open that catalog that came into your mailbox today, and I know that sounds a little bit old fashioned to say, I'm sure a lot of you shop online as well, um, but they're still, I don't know about you guys, they are still hitting my, my mailbox. <laughs> so there is still, uh, you know, loads of catalogs that, um, that I could flip through if given, given the time. So I'll start with lesson number one is to consider what is appealing to you in the photo 
Is it the actual sofa or is it the entire environment? And there's one that I want to bring up in particular, and it is one that I've shopped occasionally for my clients. It's Williams Sonoma Home. And they carry a few lines that are actually, historically, were only available to interior designers to the trade, but they have repped now some lines that they show in their catalog. And so the quality is is quite nice. Um, I won't say that it's an exact match for the quality and price. I find that I... I'm grateful to have my sources for my clients where I think I can get them a better value, but it is, I think for the most part, um, consumers and my clients have been happy with Williams Sonoma home, but that is admittedly, I think it's been a little while since I've, I've checked out their catalog, but what I do remember about it is that their environments are spectacular. They often have rooms with heavy wainscoting and beautiful crown molding and large windows and natural light. And so I want to ask you the question, are you, is that what you're falling in love with or are you falling in love with the actual piece of furniture? And I want you to consider what room you're redoing. Is that, does your room have that natural light? Is your room, you know, does it have that kind of French architecture? So that's just one thing to consider is, you know, what is swaying you to kind of fall in love with this room? Because I do find it disappointing that often I hear stories of, you know, well, I brought this kind of set from a catalog into my home and it just kind of fell flat. And so I think one lesson you can take away, and I found this over the years with clients that would call me in just to do furniture. I really rarely took those projects because I would walk into a space and it really immediately, it was the architecture that was off or the interior you know, elements and, and the walls and the um, just things like to just really break it down for you if you're kind of new at this, but the size of the baseboard or um, the color of the walls or soffits in a kitchen or the, you know, the, again, size of crown molding that doesn't fit, uh, the stair railing, uh, the flooring in general. So all of these elements that I realized what the homeowner was trying to do. They were trying to make the most of it, but I was pretty clear that they weren't going to be happy just by bringing new furnishings in because they were trying to achieve a look that furnishings could not fix. So I would always have that conversation with them. Well, in my mind, you should approach the architecture first. Um, And this, you know, these people had pieces of furniture that it's not like they were needing something just to sit on. They had perfectly nice pieces of furniture. They were trying to just update the look. So my advice to them was always, let's consider the architecture first. Um, But it was rare that people wanted to take that step. And so honestly, those projects I did not take as an interior designer because to me it was, this is maybe an exaggeration, but it's, you know, the old phrase of putting lipstick on a pig. So um, I would walk away from those because I would never want a disappointed client. Um... And so again, this is kind of going back to what exactly in that catalog is it that you're falling in love with? And I bet oftentimes it's, you know, a lot of times it's just that element of natural light that's flooding in, which is, any good photographer will know, is manufactured. (laughs) Many times those spaces are not, you know, flooding with natural light. They are, um, you know, photographers bring in their, bring in their, uh, their lighting and make it appear that way. It's all part of the marketing machine. 
So that's my first tip. My second tip is to think of scale. What kind of catalogs can you scour that allows you to change the scale of pieces? Um, first and foremost, the sofa, because if you are just buying a sofa that is and this would be more of a settee, but a five foot wide piece, but you have, if you live in Texas, you need a bigger sofa most likely than five feet wide. Um, you're probably looking at something, you know, eight feet wide or, or more. So yes, RH is one of those companies that does that. They, I think, I believe they sell their sofa by the foot and there's a couple more, but that's something to consider as well. So as you're looking through these and you're falling in love with a room, how much customization options do they offer or how, how many? Because that's really, again, the, um, that's really what's going to allow you to turn these, you know, these pieces into something that fits in your home, which is what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. So the scale is there. Um, the sofas are the number one thing. And then the rest, you know, you just have to be considerate of. If you find a room that you love with a sofa and it's pictured with two chairs, but often that's not really the setup of your house. Often they photograph things. So it looks like you're walking into it with really no furniture to block that view. And that's often not the way that rooms are set up in a home. You want kind of cozier, more intimate conversation spaces. So let's say you see these two chairs, but in your space, those two chairs are going to have to be placed by a fireplace. Well, they very likely could be a bigger scale chair in the photo and not work for you being able to maneuver around your fireplace. So scale is very, very important when you're purchasing furniture from a catalog. So I think you probably have seen this as kind of trending as a tip on Instagram, but a designer trick there is to go ahead and take some painter's tape. You can just tape out the to the inch what that piece might be in your space and move them around and see if they'll fit. And you'll see pretty quickly what is, you know, what you're able to walk around and, and um, what makes the most sense for your home. And now number three, this is kind of going back on the way things are photographed. Uh, you often see the focus in a catalog being the pieces themselves. So they're often just kind of sitting around a coffee table with kind of one side open so that they photograph well. But in your room, kind of the number one thing, and this is oversimplifying it a little bit, but just to kind of explain it, a designer always knows there has to be a focal point. And that focal point is, again, in a catalog, it's the furniture. In your home, of course you want beautiful things, but there's always gonna be something as your guest or your family walks into a room that your eye is drawn to, and you really need to think about what you want that to be and start there and then build the pieces around that. So I know often people struggle with, is it the fire, you know, I don't want a TV over the fireplace. So is it the TV or the fireplace? Or what if they're, you know, two separate walls or gosh, I have this art. Um, it's, it's tricky, but I would just encourage you to walk into your room and what's the first kind of direction your eye goes toward uh, what's the most natural space your eye falls to and kind of build your focal point around that. And then you can start building your room. Because again, the, the I see people getting caught up in just ordering things from a page and then, well, wait a minute, 
you know, this doesn't, this doesn't fit our focal point or all of a sudden the, the sofa's facing the wrong direction in your room because it really shouldn't be a sofa there facing that focal point. So yeah, that third tip is to find the focal point in your room and then start to build around that. And perhaps even try to find a room in a catalog you know, or a magazine for inspiration. But if you're really trying to simplify it and order directly from a catalog, find a room with a focal point that's similar to yours if you can, because that really helps you kind of build where the pieces will go and the right flow of where to set those pieces in your floor plan for your home. So those are kind of three things you can learn from catalog shopping. And I have, I have a kind of mini course going and it, and this is really touched on in my full course. I really go into the quality you're getting for the quality you're getting while you shop catalog, because that is a huge question. And it's something I'm very adamant about. Um, I would always be, I was very transparent with clients when I specified something from their home. If I chose it, I told them where the piece was made, how it was made, what I think the value is, what they're going to pay for, which don't always align. (laughs) Um, And I was honest with them about that. You know, we're paying up for this a little bit because they have a marketing machine behind them, but it's a beautiful piece that'll serve you well. Or on the other end, we'd get some that this is an incredible value. This is made this way. Um, They don't have a big marketing machine and we're getting, you know, we're getting a great value here even if it is a splurge, because there's a big difference there. Cost and value are two very different things. So I love having that conversation with my clients because I want to feel good about what I'm putting them in their home and and making sure they get really the best quality for their money. So that is kind of another end of the conversation that I'm not gonna go into too deep on the podcast because I'm not not so sure that I'm willing to Put that out there in the public of you know running down the quality of every <laughs> every uh, catalog maker um, you know and and that changes um, but I do go in that in that in my workshop because it is a private uh, private entity and it's something for just my clients to listen to so if you'd like to learn more it will be in the 90 minute workshop that I give and admittedly in that private arena, I do love to dish about quality. So, and if you are my friend, thank you for listening. And you have heard me dish about it as well, probably over dinner. So, um, I'm not going to quite go into that, but we're going to talk a little, we're just going to go in a more positive direction with this podcast. We're going to talk more about maybe some more unique makers to shop from. If you are wanting to take it the next step of you know, okay, I don't know, I don't know how to furnish my home, so I'm just gonna order from this catalog page. Hopefully this podcast helped you here. But if you want to take it kind of to the next step of maybe I'll get a few pieces from there, but I also want to experiment with some bringing in my own style and kind of specifying some unique pieces for my home. That's where we're gonna take it in the next couple of weeks. And I'm really excited to share those names. I will name names in that case because it's all positive and it's all people I've used for my clients and um, just people that I'm, I'm really excited to share about. So thank you for listening today and please DM me or, um, you know, I'm on Instagram. You can, I'm on it way too often. You can always DM me and I'll respond, um, you know, or leave a comment on the blog. I'm going to write a little bit about this on the blog today. So find me anywhere, write a comment. Let me know what you think. See if you've experienced any of these things as you order from catalogs from, for your home. And I hope it was helpful 
and I hope you all enjoy the rest of the day. It is a gloomy, rainy day here in Charlotte, but I think we're going to get some spring weather here in the next week, so I'm looking forward to that. So take care, everybody, and we'll talk soon.